Ah, the Pacific Northwest. If you have never heard of this place, it includes um, Oregon and Washington, and it is one of the best places in the country. But before we get into this conversation between Josh and myself today, I'd like to share a little bit of announcements and tell all you lovely listeners a little bit more about what's going on. Um, just because I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. It could be when it's published in 2017, or it could be in 2030, for all I know. But if you see at all the dates as to when things are published, you might notice that at the moment, it's been about two months since I have um, updated a podcast here. And um, I want to talk a little bit about what has happened on this trip, why it's taken us so long, what we're going to do from here. Um, because this has been an absolutely crazy, crazy ride. The biggest reason that it's been a couple of months since we've, or since I've, um, posted anything here on the podcast is mainly just because we've been, as you know, traveling. And traveling takes up a lot of time. <laughs> if you didn't know, um, our days were very busy. We'd wake up and we'd have to be out of the hotel by 11. So by the time we, Got up, had breakfast, had coffee, showered, walked Piper, packed up all of our stuff. It was time to go. So we never really had any time to work in the morning. And then we'd drive all day. And by the time we got to wherever we were going at night, we were just so beat that it was really, really hard to keep up with everything that we were trying to do. And um, for me personally, um, between this podcast and the blog and the book that is really the whole reason for this trip. Um, and the fact that everything was in my name and I had to do all the bookings and all the reservations and everything, I just had no time to do anything. And even though I can, it's easy to say that Josh just had the videos or whatever, we have so much footage to go through with over 300 gigabytes worth of footage to go through. And everything that we have released right now is still in California. And at the moment, recording this, we're actually done with the first leg of the trip. We're in um, Nashua, New Hampshire, and um, working our way into Lowell, Massachusetts, which is where this book starts and where really this whole entire trip was supposed to be taking us. Um, So it's just been a really crazy ride. And... I do want to apologize for not keeping up as much as we thought we were going to be able to do on this trip, just because, I mean, a lot of it too is that we're trying not to get too wrapped up in the work aspect of things so that we can actually enjoy what we're doing and where we are. And we've, we drove over 16,000 miles so far to get here to Massachusetts. And this is the 23rd state. So we're kind of about halfway there almost um and it's just been it's been incredible and i cannot wait to share everything with everybody and now that we're stopped for a while and we have some time to get through things i am really excited to finally get through these podcasts we have them recorded i just haven't released them yet um and share everything that we've learned with you guys because america is completely different than what I expected it to be, to be honest. I was really scared to do this trip. And if anything, I have learned that it is a lot safer to travel here than I thought, if nothing else, if not to live here or anything. I know that there's bad parts everywhere, but 
we really haven't had anything bad happen to us at all on this entire trip. And I think that that's a really important lesson because I feel like everyone's really scared of America or scared of traveling America. People come here still. Obviously, it's America. Everyone loves it. But I feel like my opinion has changed. I, I think Josh's opinion has changed. I can't really speak for him. But it's just been an incredible journey. And I just wanted to take a couple minutes before we get into this interview um, of me and Josh talking about our time in Oregon and Washington, just to kind of give you an update about where we are, why we're behind, what we're doing from here. Um, so get prepared for some more content coming out, at least in the next couple of months. Um, and we've got to plan the second half of the trip. So we'll be sure to keep you involved with all of that. And I have some other interviews with other people that we've met along the way, and I'm excited to share everything. So with that all being said, let's dive in. Welcome to the Life in Another World podcast, where we discuss the impact of experiencing different cultures through the individual's perspective. I'm your host, Andrew J. Stillman, and now let's dive in. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Life in Another World podcast. I am your host, Andrew J. Stillman, and I am joined once again by my halftime co-host, Joshua Thomas. What's up? We are currently in Denver, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, spur of the moment. It was very spur of the moment. We were in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and we saw that Denver was just really close and decided that we were just going to dip into Colorado really fast and come back and spend some more time in, on the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is not what we are talking about on this episode today. Today we are going to be talking about the PNW, Pacific Northwest, Oregon and Washington. California is not part of the PNW, even though apparently sometimes they think they are. <laughs> but they're not, because California is... California. PNW. The P- what did you think of the PNW, Josh? I really, really liked the PNW. I thought it was beautiful, mm-hmm. incredibly beautiful. Um, we had some trouble with some places, but for a good reason in the end, we went through a lot of snow, a lot, a lot of we snow. Did. And unfortunately, like some of the places we wanted to go, we couldn't. But like Crater it was, Lake. yeah, like Crater Lake, but. This was still so great. Just going through the snow, driving through the snow. Terrifying for you. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> mortifying. I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If it is on the side of the road and if it exists, it is cool. But especially what we did on Crater Lake when it was like coming down in huge flakes. And, and it was the icy ru- yeah, it's the icy, And there is no road. And I'm in my little Impala. <laughs> and, then, and then the worst part, the icing on the cake, there was no sign saying it was closed oh, until we yeah. were, was it three miles three out? Three miles out, Three yeah. miles out was when it said, hey, it's closed. We had driven for like, what, an it was hour? An, it was almost two hours. Almost of, two in hours. In the snow, driving. And, I was and Andrew so, was freaking out. I was so stressed out. out. I hate driving in the snow. It really... It really freaks me out. But it made for some beautiful shots. It did. <laughs> and we had a good time, and we got to take Piper out in the snow exactly. as well. And First I, time in snow for her. With me. Yeah. I don't know if... I mean, she's got Let's whole just past. assume... Let's assume she's never seen She doesn't it. ever yes, pass. Yes, <laughs> That's what happens when you get rescue dogs, folks. But she but, seemed like she'd never been in snow before, because she was, like, stepping through it, biting it, like, sniffing it, it, licking it. Trying to it. drink it. Like, she didn't know, really know what it was, so... 
But that was cool. I think it was fun being around her. She loved it. Yeah, she absolutely loved it. Because mm-hmm. she just loves being outside. She likes outside. She likes different she, terrains, I think. Yeah, because it's new the ones. nose. It's the yeah. whole scent hound thing. She mm-hmm. just loves sniffing out all the new stuff that she can sniff in That's all the right. places. So she's she's loving this trip, everybody. If you do watch our YouTube series, if she is ever sad... Um, that's all fake. Yeah, just know, just know that she is an attention seeker. Yes. We proved this. Was actually, did we prove this in Washington? Was it in Washington? Was it it in was Washington? at a rest stop. Yes, it was in Washington because yep. that's where we got the free coffee. That's right. So, let me just tell you a wee story. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we were driving. I can't remember between where and where. I don't remember either. But anyway, we we were at a rest stop. And there were a couple dogs there. It was quite a busy rest stop, and there was free coffee, and we wanted the free coffee. And we drove into the parking lot, and we drove past, like, one dog, I think. Mm -hmm. And she went crazy in the back like she usually does, so we tell her to shut up. (laughs) And she did. Um, And then we both got out. We left her in the car with the windows down a little bit um, for five minutes. And we went and got our coffee. While we're getting our coffee, we turn around because we see there's a dog that's just about to walk straight past her in the car. She's just looking at it. She just looks at it. She doesn't care. She doesn't bark. She doesn't do anything at all. Nothing. And so that's when we knew that she did it only when we were around. So (laughs) So that's that's my little attention-seeking dog for you folks. But she's definitely having a good time on this trip and she's loving everything Absolutely. she loved denver today mm-hmm. and she had a good time yesterday in colorado but yeah. she she loved oregon um we yes, went yeah. we went to bend mm-hmm. um we were planning originally on heading out to the coast um to see coos bay and Sioux national forest um, but we did run into some closures of campgrounds mm-hmm. and we heard that bend was the most dog friendly city in all of Oregon. And it absolutely was. And it absolutely was, yes. And we had such a great time in Bend. It was we so did. beautiful. It was so cute. The drive to it and the drive out of it were awful over those mountains with the snow. <laughs> but our actual time in Bend was just so nice. Great. It was so relaxing, relaxing as well. Yeah. It was like the first time out of um, the whole trip, I think, that we actually got to relax a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from back when we were in um, Marina, but... Yeah, that was like the first time we were chill for a couple yeah. of days, you know? We didn't have... Well, we weren't all the way chill, because we did have a wee bit of an issue. What was the issue? Um, Josh had... I'm going to tell the story this time. So Josh had accidentally forgotten his laptop charger oh. at my friend Sarah and Travis's house. I want to tell. And... Just to be fair, like the day before that, I had actually washed the spare battery in my laundry in the pocket of my shorts. So um, we were down a battery because of me and down a charger because of Josh. So we, I think, took even hits on that one. And um, I, I would really like to get some, you know, anger and reflect on this situation because I feel like I went crazy with it you did okay i'll let you finish Thank from you. here because you definitely <laughs> you lot i actually like you went full-on american for a second i did i, was I like, think was that the first that time was i the went american that was like the transformation complete of like america has changed it you. did in oregon of all places <laughs> anyway so this is what like I- three weeks into the trip no less <laughs> <laughs> so 
So we were down a battery, down a charger. So what we did, we went on Amazon. Um, we went on Amazon. We looked up the charger because we, we looked at all of the local shops like everywhere since we had left Santa Rosa where I left it. And nothing, not even like universal chargers apparently work with my laptop. It's some sort of obscure like laptop, I guess, which is really annoying. Um, so we found it on Amazon and we ordered it for next day delivery. So we paid some extra for that. And then like maybe half an hour after that, we realized, oh, we might as well buy a battery from Amazon as well if we're here for two days. Um, so we did, we ordered the batteries about half an hour to an hour afterwards. Um, so they're both supposed to arrive the next day. Uh, that was what we paid extra for. Um, and so this is where it starts to get a little not fun. Um, so the next day, what did we do? I can't remember what we did. We drove to Ben. That was the day that we went to Crater Lake and it was closed. Oh. Yeah, we were leaving for Medford and we were heading oh. over. And so we got to Bend in the late afternoon because we were driving out. That's right. And day. so And so we arrived there and we checked into our hotel we checked in andrew asked for the like our packages or whatever one of them was there and this was the afternoon wasn't it mm-hmm. so it was the afternoon and only one of them was there and it was the batteries which was the one we ordered after, after the charger so we were kind of like mm, that's kind of odd that it isn't here i want to interject for two seconds just because on my tracking notice it said that the other package was out for delivery by 8 p.m. that day. In Bend, already in Bend, out on the thing, the batteries got delivered on UPS and the charger got delivered on USPS. So one was the postal service and one was like the packaging service. Um, right. Anyway, so go on from there. But it yep. was in Bend and that's a very important so, part of this yep. So the package story. was in Bend. It was at, I guess... <laughs> Some sort of post office or something. I don't know. We don't know really, but it was in Bend, but it didn't come. Um, later that night, Andrew contacted Amazon through their like online chat system, but we had the worst Wi-Fi at this place. <laughs> so it was very difficult. We kept disconnecting, connecting and disconnecting, but we talked to them. Andrew was being really nice about it, considering <laughs> what had happened. Because, uh, you know, you pay extra for... A service for a service for a next day delivery. Like I know that I know that's a first world problem. Like no big deal usually, but we really really needed this charger because I couldn't use my laptop and I'm supposed to be making these videos for this trip. So we were really in desperate need. So we talked to this guy on Amazon and um, Andrew's being real nice, and so he hands it over to me and I start being a little bit harsher, being like, "We paid for this. I want it here. It's in Bend. Like." can it be delivered as soon as possible um eventually the dude's like yes absolutely it will be there tomorrow absolutely it will be so that was all good um wake up the next day we wait for the package the whole entire day it doesn't show up so by the afternoon actually i want to interject again because you're wrong why because it wasn't in bend i woke up the next morning and i checked the tracking and it was in federal way washington it wasn't in Bend. The next morning, it was in Washington, and then that's when we freaked, because I was like, how was it yeah, in Bend yesterday? Yeah, I didn't yesterday? say it was in Bend. 
But you said was... we waited all the next day, next, but we didn't wait the next day. The next day we realized it was in Washington, oh. and we spent the entire day on the chat oh, right. with okay. Amazon. Yep. Okay. Let me, let me go back to this. <laughs> let me go back. Sorry. It's been a few weeks since this has happened, yeah. so we have to... Oh my gosh, only a few weeks. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Like so long. Um, so... Yeah, so we woke up the next day and we checked it, and it said that it, yeah, what was the place called? It was called? in Federal Way. Federal Way in Washington. So it had left Bend for absolutely no reason and gone to Washington, which was what, eight hours away or yeah. something. Um, so, of course, I got extremely angry. <laughs> Andrew was, like, annoyed and, like, kind of upset. And but I, I had was, my charger, so. Yeah, and I was just <laughs> angry. I was so angry. And so we get back on the chat and I say to Andrew, let me handle this. We've got this. Because we had, like, we had the email transcript of the conversation we had had with the Amazon person the day before. um, Which had said, like, guaranteed it will be there tomorrow. So I'm talking to this person. (laughs) This is the angriest I've been in this whole trip. Honestly. Honest to whatever you believe in. Um... I message this guy, I say, this new person, by the way, it's a completely new person. And I say to this person, this is the person I talked to yesterday. He said it would be here today. It is now in Washington. It was never supposed to be in Washington. Why is it not here? And I get generic responses like, I'm so sorry for your inconvenience. It will be delivered as soon we as possible. We will extend your Prime account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and then, like, like the day before, they had already said, we're extending it for a month, the Prime account or whatever. So they said it again this time. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, we told you yesterday we aren't here tomorrow. It, we Like, if it's delivered tomorrow, I'm not getting it. Why would I need that service? And he said, I'm so sorry, but all we can do is get it delivered. And I said, no, you can't. First of all, I would like a guarantee. Oh, no, 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 wait. Let me go back again. Sorry. I don't say that. I say, (laughs) if I give you a new address for tomorrow, can you get it sent there instead and absolutely get it to us by that evening? Because we were going to Salem. We were going to Salem, which was closer, right? Yeah. (laughs) So this, this new person, this new guy, he says to me, Absolutely. Give me the new address right now. I'll get it transferred straight away. And I said to him... You will have it by tomorrow. Yeah, he tells me, like... He, I ask him these words exactly. I say, can you guarantee that we will have the item by tomorrow evening? And he said, yes, absolutely. We have that in writing in an email as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, after this, I say, I don't want to pay... I, I want to be refunded for the... Um, Everything. For everything, that's what I said. But I still want the product. Yeah, I was like, you need to get me the product, but it's now been three days and we still don't have it. Um, So this guy... Oh, no, it's been two days, sorry. No, three days since we ordered it. But anyway, this guy, like, is trying to get out of this, right? He's saying, like, "Mm, we can, like, refund the shipping? And I said, no, I'm sorry, but I have just been... Because... I mean, it seems like this conversation went quite well, right? The way I'm saying it. In reality, this took me two. It was a long or time. three hours we talking did to this keep guy. Getting disconnected. We kept getting disconnected. No, we got disconnected maybe twice or three times throughout. But the issue was that every single time I asked him for a solution to this, like get me the package, there was no solution. He didn't give me a solution. All he said was, "I'm sorry, we can get it delivered 
tomorrow. That's all he said the whole time. So I was very angry and I was very, you know, as you can, like, I'm getting heated up right now. <laughs> but I was, you know, using my big words, being an adult and being very cautious with my words, but also very strong and angry, <laughs> letting him know how I felt. And this person, I think, didn't really respect that because I explained it to him that I needed the charger, like I needed it, that it was at no shops, that we needed it as soon as possible, that we had ordered it two days ago for overnight delivery and it still wasn't here. We really needed it by tomorrow. And then he guaranteed me that it would be there the next day. So after like two or three hours of getting the same responses from this guy and then just making up my own solution by offering him the new address and asking if they can send it, which apparently is absolutely fine. And didn't they say they were going to change the... Um, like delivery service because they were the ones that messed up or something. They blamed the delivery they service. They said this at the end. Like after oh, all right. of this was over, they're oh, like, okay. oh, we'll have to look into this delivery right, service. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, shut No, up. but I'm pretty sure they blamed it. They did, yeah. Like they're that like, this yeah, time as well. It's a delivery service. And, and so next day happens. Um, we go to Salem. We arrive at Salem in the afternoon again. And package is not there. The package doesn't come the whole time. We look on the tracking and it's in bend. The packages are now in bend. After I had confirmed two days in a row from two different people, got the transcripts on everything, confirmed that it was supposed to be in Salem that night. And it wasn't. So, I mean, obviously I got back on the chat, explained what had happened, asked for a complete refund and the item still... Um, got no response. Got no response. Just a full refund. Yeah, just a full refund. And then, yeah, that but was it. To be fair, um, we also, my friends Travis and Sarah, did also mail Josh's charger. We just wanted to have, like, an extra one, and just in case we missed... Because they mailed it to Portland, which was, like, a, a week days. out. Yeah, yeah. And we were afraid that that was actually going to be the one that didn't show up, which is why we bought the overnight service. But then the Portland one showed up before we even got there. And my biggest issue in this whole situation is not that I didn't get the item on time. It's not that the delivery service messed up like a lot. It's the fact that when I talked to these like customer service people on Amazon, They never offered any solution to me except just wait for the package when they knew I couldn't, when I was moving cities, like, almost every day. Like, they didn't try. And then, oh, wait, here's another really great thing. When I talked to them when we were at Salem, this is the fourth day, I talked to them in Salem, and they say to me... I'm so sorry about this. We'll get it sent to you as soon as possible. You'll have it tomorrow. Well, they said again, even though I've told them that I'm only in Salem for one day. They tell me that they're going to refund the shipping. <laughs> and the day before, when they were still going to send the item, when they, you know, when I was supposedly still going to get it, they had already said that they were giving me a full refund. I just can't believe, like... They just tried to wheedle out of any sort of situation. They blamed the delivery service for the situation that had happened, even though two different people messed up trying to get one tiny little order to the right city. 
I just, I just, it was so, it's making me mad right now. <laughs> I personally feel like the only thing that really upset me about, well, the biggest thing that upset me was that it was in Bend, mm-hmm. and then it went to Washington for no, reason. for no reason, and then it went back to Bend after we changed the address, but that is done and dusted. Amazon, you suck, and I don't want extra Prime, except for I do, because I still use it, but... I don't know. I'm, I've been using Amazon forever, and I've had other problems with them in the past, and it just happens. But for the rest of this trip, I ain't using your overnight services. Oh, no. <laughs> Excuse you, because you were rude to me. You didn't try and help me. You didn't give any solutions, and you messed up the order, and it took, like, five days. Yeah, and that was annoying, but... Yeah. Then once we got it in Portland, everything was back to normal, and then we got to be in Portland, and I'm going to talk for a second because I loved Portland, and um, I want to rent a room in Powell's Bookstore, because if you have never been to Powell's Bookstore, if you have not heard of Powell's Bookstore, everything in your life sucks, and you need to go look at it right now, and you need to educate yourself, and you need to be wowed. I'm just except if you're a movie guy like me. Yeah, like, I'm. No I mean, it's a it's a bookstore. Okay, yeah, it's a bookstore. But Mr. Nerd over here, I'm a writer. Leave me alone. It's. I don't know if it's the biggest bookstore in the world or just in the country, but it is one big effing bookstore, and they've got a million books in there. Not even exaggerating. It's like five floors. It takes up the whole city block. I went twice. I told myself I was not going to buy any books because we don't have any room for it in the car and we don't have the money to be spending on books. Um, But the first night, I went by myself because I told Josh that I wanted to do this one on my own. Like, believe me, Josh, it's not going to be fun for you if I go to this with you on the first time because I'm just going to be all over the place. And I was so overwhelmed. I just walked in and my eyes just like... I couldn't look at all the books fast enough. And they have everything's labeled in different rooms, like an orange and a rose and a pink and a blue and a green and all this other stuff. And they have a coffee room. And the coffee room is right next to the science fiction fantasy section room. So those are my two favorite things, like right in the same area. And that was really fun. And I got to go see um, an author speak, although her name escapes me. I'd never heard of her before. She wrote some book called Phenomena or something, and it was about like ESP and psychics with the FBI or something. I was paying attention at the time, but I kind of tuned out, obviously, toward the end. Um, But I loved Portland, and I thought it was such a cute little city. I hate cities. This whole entire time, I've really hated... I haven't hated going to the cities, but I have definitely hated driving through all the cities, which I did not have to do in Seattle, and I was very happy about that. But everything else I've been driving through, and it's been really stressful in Portland, was no exception, but Portland was so cute. And we got to see my old friend Courtney from high school, and I haven't seen her since we graduated, and this year is my 10-year high school reunion that I'm not going to because I am on this trip. But I got to see Courtney, and she actually took care of Piper for us so we could go see a movie, and then I took Josh back to the bookstore, but I don't know. We had a really good time in Oregon. What do you want to say, Josh? I loved Oregon as well. Um, Portland was really, really nice. Uh, I unfortunately missed out on seeing one of my friends from New Zealand who lives in Portland, um, which was a shame, but... 
we still got to do some really cool stuff. We met this woman on the street, Susan. Oh, yeah, Remember Susan? Susan? Yeah, so yeah. Susan, um, we were just walking from the cafe to the car with Piper. Yeah. And um, so we just, we're just walking down the street and this woman just mentions how like cute Piper no, is, no, didn't no. she? Piper saw another dog oh. and went crazy and almost knocked Susan over. <laughs> Because the leash wrapped around her leg, and she, like, jumped and, like, looked around like, whoa. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And she said, that's a nasty little bark for such a pretty little dog. And I was like, I know. (laughs) I know. And I I think I just mentioned something like, oh, yeah, she's just very loud and excited all the time when she sees dogs. And she says to me, wow, I did not expect to hear such a beautiful accent. (laughs) And so then we start talking, and she's lovely. She works in the building right next to us, and we're just chatting outside. And um, she's really interested in what we're doing and she takes some cards and she was just really, really great. We did, we actually got her in the vlog, so that'll happen when the vlog gets to Oregon, when it gets to Oregon. I know. If, no, it will. <laughs> it will, it, it will. will. But, um, she was so great. She was, yeah, one of the best parts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Portland was cute. It didn't feel like a city though, did it? Like, it did. I mean. It, yes, it did. It didn't feel as city as, say... I mean, what we had experienced so far was, like, Sacramento, L.A., San Diego, and San Francisco, which are very much, like... I still felt like Portland was city, a city, 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 city. Portland just... It didn't seem as busy. Everything seemed kind of more relaxed. I don't know what Portland you were visiting, but <laughs> I think we went to different ones. Because <laughs> it's not what I would say about Portland. But you're driving, that's why. Oh, you I think know. anything that isn't just straight roads with no roads. No, but Straight Portland, roads with no cars, so. Portland was busy still. I, I, it's obviously not as busy as, like, L.A., but mm. more busy than Sacramento, for yeah, sure. Yeah, true. Sacramento, hmm. Sacramento. Uh, mm. Worst capital we've been to so far. Sorry, Absolutely. California. Love you so much, but yuck. Um, Maybe we'll do a podcast on what happened to us in Sacramento. I think we did on the California. Oh, we totally did, didn't we? And I reviewed it on the blog as well. We I forget that. I forget things as soon as they happen because we're just doing so much every single day. So everything's blurring together, which is why it's so great editing the videos like kind of mm-hmm. late because then I get to look back on and reflect every single day time. where we were, what we did. And remember, so yeah, that's how eventually I, felt I remember with my journal in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so now that we've gone through Oregon, mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about Washington, and mm-hmm. then I think we should share some advice from yes. things that we picked up on the road, definitely, and letting people know what I mean. Obviously, Excuse we me? shared some little uh, problems that we faced mm-hmm. on the road, like this charger. But we'll talk a little bit more about stuff and also we'll probably at some point soon come out with a video where we talk about like tips and tricks and our experiences Mm -hmm. traveling in a car with a dog with a dog yes that's been been a big challenge yes it has but Um, for now let's let's move on to washington washington Mm -hmm. i love i think washington might have been my favorite favorite on the west coast yep absolutely i loved washington see because the thing about california is it's obviously really gorgeous and it's got all the different ones because it's got mountains and desert and beach and all of that and it's so diverse. Oregon to me just felt like one really big kind of rainforest. Really? In a in a way, I mean, it, it remind- was raining the entire time, it but remind- not in a bad way. For me, it felt like the South Island in New Zealand, like during winter, spring, like it was cold, rainy, flat ish apart from the hills and beautiful and nice and really nice 
<laughs> so, I did not feel like it was a big rainforest. Um, well, what I was saying is California is so diverse. Oregon, to me, like, what I meant... Kind of same, same? Yes, it was like the same, same the whole way. But then California, yeah. Washington just had all those mountains and it had Mount Rainier, that big volcano, mm-hmm. and it had the Olympics and the Cascades. And that was just what I really oh, liked about Cascades. all of it. But we didn't get to go up into the North Cascades. Everything was being closed on us. Yeah, it was all the, snowing. The unfortunate thing about the time we left California is that we're kind of a month out from being able to camp anywhere or and I didn't with having that. everything being open, like the national parks and forests. So we missed out on a lot of sightseeing there but it's not the worst thing we're seeing 50 different states so i'm sure we're gonna see like a lot and we did still get to see some really beautiful stuff yeah um, um and we also got to learn cribbage yeah we learned cribbage um because we stayed with my friends Kristen althizer and mike barnes also from high school because i'm hitting up all of the high school people on this trip and they said that if we wanted to be in the PNW, we needed to learn cribbage. And so we spent the entire night after we were in Seattle, which was amazing. I loved Seattle. I've been before, but it was great to go again. Um, but yeah, we learned cribbage. And if you don't know how to play cribbage, then you're missing out because cribbage is awesome. I agree. I love cribbage. It's a really good game. Um, we- Seattle was so great. Seattle is my favorite city so far. I can absolutely see myself, like, living there, like, living maybe in Bremerton, Bremerton, where we were staying, maybe somewhere out of the actual city, but I can see my, I could see myself living there. It's comfortable, it's not too busy. Um, I mean, obviously, city's busy, because cities are always busy, but, like, and it's not that bad, you know, it's really not that bad. They had a really beautiful library, again. Mm-hmm. We went and saw the market on the waterfront what was it yeah, called i don't know i can't remember what it was called but it was a great market we put gum on this massive gum wall we tried multiple different beers we went to the first starbucks ever which was i mean it's Whatever. starbucks yeah. but i mean it, we did it i guess so no biggie um we did so many awesome things and like we spent a full day just walking around the city and it was great it was really really great i had an amazing time I did too. And going across the ferry and seeing the mountains and Seattle and everything was just beautiful. It was very much like, it was, it felt similar to getting on the ferry from Picton to Wellington in New Zealand, except there was like uh, like land everywhere. Yeah. And less choppy, definitely less choppy. (laughs) Less wind. (laughs) That ferry into Wellington, man, sometimes... I've been on it so many times. I've had the worst and the best. And when it's nice, it is nice. I know. Well, I've had nice and bad. I mm-hmm. can't say worst and best, but I had a good day and a bad day. Mm-hmm. And I definitely would prefer the good day yeah. <laughs> over the bad day any Me day. Me too. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps up a little bit for our experience on the p It does. Let's talk um, about what we've learned. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about what we've learned on the whole trip. I think a really big thing that we've both learned is it's really important to stay organized. Be as organized <laughs> as you can be. It's impossible to keep completely organized when you've got only two people and a dog and you're all just living out of a car. Like it's very difficult to keep everything you've got organized, but we've over time really gotten used to it and gotten into a routine of getting things out and into the car um 
that is something we did not prepare for before we left. Well, because it was hard when you were in New Zealand. Exactly. And we couldn't, like, do any practice mm-hmm. packs. It was like, you got here, and I was like, my fingers were crossed, like, okay, I've been planning it out of my head for the last nine months, so hopefully this works. I you know sh- my you stuff sh- does. You should have packed it anyway. I packed my stuff. But I didn't have your stuff to pack. But how much room was left? Enough for your stuff. It was perfect, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, Obviously, it fits right now. L- only <laughs> thing about that, like, everything fit, yes, but getting to everything and getting to things when you need them was difficult. It was probably the most frustrating thing about the whole of California, I think. I, I don't think we really got used to it until mm-hmm. we got to probably around Oregon, Washington. Yeah. That's when we really started to get into the lifestyle, I guess. Because before that, it was a constant case of, where's that? Oh, it's in right in the back on the boot in my bag that I have to get everything out to get to. Like, all the time, we were just... Everything was kind of getting misplaced. We had to figure out where specific things will go while we're sitting in the car so that whenever we needed them, like water bottles, coffee, the food, Piper's food, the water, you know, like everything you just have to figure out. Because you've got your whole life in the car, and that's a lot of stuff for two people and a dog. Mm-hmm. So... Piper just gets to chill in the back with the whole back seat mm-hmm. to herself. And we're really, I think we've gotten to, she's used to it now too. Yeah. She loves, she likes getting into the car I think now. she was the biggest adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I said it I think a little bit in the vlog, but I'm convinced that she thought that I was about to abandon her and take her back to the SPCA mm-hmm. when I was packing up the house. And the first couple of days she was just in this big state of like, okay, what? is happening like why why are we staying here like why are we going somewhere else okay like this is a new place and every time she got in the car when she'd get out she'd be in some place completely new and it took her a couple of weeks i'd say probably around like maybe around yosemite like when she saw my family and that was the first like familiar Mm -hmm. area that she'd been in uh, I'd say after that, she started picking it up a little bit. Because then we saw Sarah Jo, and mm-hmm. she'd been there. And then she saw my sister, and she'd already, you know, seen her and met her. Um, and by that point, I think she just got used to the whole, okay, we're going to be going new places. But mm-hmm. I do think that that, was, that still is the hardest part yeah. of this trip, is always thinking about her, what we're going to do with her, how we're going to do what we want to do and be able to keep her, and what if we can't find a dog sitter, and... It's, it makes it really hard to make uh, spontaneous decisions to go yeah. and do activities, mm-hmm. unfortunately, which is really lame sometimes, but... Yeah. yeah. So I saw a theme park, and I was like, oh, cool, I wonder if that's open, I wonder if we can go, and then Andrew reminded me that we're already doing two activities today, in, in which we only did one, actually, because we didn't have time but we couldn't do it because we had piper and we couldn't do it tomorrow because we have piper we can't do like it's so difficult not yeah we can't just get off the freeway and go like we can't see a sign for something like that looks fun Mm -hmm. let's go do it because we have to already be in the accommodation or we already have to have a dog sitter arranged or because she's fine in the hotel room. Like mm-hmm. there's there's places where we're allowed to leave her, and there's places where we're not. Yeah. But at first, not so much. But now, like she's totally fine if we mm-hmm. leave her in the room for an hour or two. Yeah. Also, side note on that on that note about w- what we're allowed to do in different hotel rooms. I just want to say that where we're staying right now, which is a Super Eight and airport. 
No. Is it airport no, area? No, we're not near the airport. It's out of the city anyway. A super eight out of the city in Denver, and they in told us that we needed to keep Piper in her kennel the whole the time, entire time, which is absolutely ridiculous. So, absolutely. And Andrew just asked them, "Well, she's got a bed. Can she just stay in the bed? She's a well-behaved dog." And they were like, "I guess." Yeah, but I'm I, like, I don't. Can... can you not like? <laughs> don't call yourself a dog-friendly motel if you can't like actually yeah. have dogs in the room. Not on the furniture is one thing, but not allowed to roam free you're yeah, not like, allowed to walk around if you're listening super eight sorry i didn't comply because i actually think that's a little inhumane but also you are complying because the man at the front desk said so mm-hmm. yes he sure did so so don't get in the way of my baby but i'm really sick of that like i i can absolutely understand no furniture like whatever but it's just ridiculous to say like you're you can have your dog in your room we're definitely pet friendly you just can't let it do anything it has to be inside a box not touch anything and yeah you know like it's a dog it has to get out (laughs) you can't just take it for walks and then keep it in its kennel for hours like the whole time i'm here yeah yeah Yeah, I've actually been a little irritated by that the whole time. But me like too. I said, I didn't comply. And because, so and because charge we're, being, me. we're here two nights, you know. And yeah. Like, Piper has to just like stay on a bed for two nights. So yeah. It's really annoying. It is really annoying. But we have had a couple of places where she wasn't allowed on the furniture. And those are definitely the places she hates. Yeah, she hates it. She hates them so much. She loves beds. She does. She, I also think she just likes being with us. Yeah. You Whenever know. Andrew leaves, whenever Andrew goes to get coffee or something, she just jumps and sits right on his pillow. It's very cute. I know. But she can't do that when she's not allowed on the furniture, and that's exactly. what she Because she stresses out so much. Mm. But... Which is frustrating for me, because then I have to tell her off every time she tries. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just looks at me like, You're the bad oh, guy all of a sudden. Yes. When yes. I'm just like, I'm just making sure... We don't get fined. <laughs> you don't understand. You don't have to deal with money. I know. You get fed. You get walked. <laughs> you get everything given to you. I, that's another thing that we should talk about is money. Because we've had Oof. some money scares. So we have to talk about yes, it. Yes, of course we do. But I, I think that's part of the advice. Because mm-hmm. at the moment, actually, I think that it's kind of balancing out. Because we just booked, um, just a random side note, we just booked through the next week. And in all of the hotels in Nebraska, South Dakota, and North Dakota that we're staying at, they're all only like 35 bucks a night. And they're for the same kind of hotels that we've already been staying in. They have great reviews on TripAdvisor, but like everything in the area is that cheap. So like for the next week, we only just spent like not even $300. Which is so insane good. yeah because we it sucked up mm-hmm. our money on the west coast absolutely especially because we couldn't camp yeah and we that was the biggest downside so much camping yeah it was the biggest downside yeah but, but it's this is advice to myself as well as to anybody listening just try not to let it stress you out because i get stressed out every time i look at the money situation but it does tend to balance itself out, you know what I mean? And, also, and you can't do nothing. It always, like, looks worse than it is. I yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, then gas went down from 290 in California to 215 in Wyoming, and <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. But, I mean, every state, or, I mean, if you're not just traveling the states, but everything's different, and it all tends to balance mm-hmm. out. And it's always kind of one of those, like you have what you need when you need it kind of situations and we just have to make it to massachusetts yeah. at the moment but we 
are pretty on track for that mm-hmm. at the mall. Because of the camping situation, everything we've cut about, what, a month and Yeah, a half? we cut, uh, we, not a whole, I think just a whole month. A month. That's another thing, too, I think we should talk about is being flexible. Because we talked, we knew that we were going to be flexible mm-hmm. going into this, but like Josh just said, we couldn't camp. And we cut a month because mm-hmm. we just skip places. We're like, okay, we can't camp. We're just going to keep going because yeah. we don't want to spend money in a place where we can't really do anything so that's why we shot through idaho we shot through montana which yeah. really hurt because we had two weeks planned in montana yeah, and we only we got did. to be there for five days and it was not enough time mm-hmm. but that's a separate yeah next, next <laughs> that's the next podcast <laughs> i think like advice to people wanting to i guess try and do what we're doing and like work while you're doing it and try and you know make it's some, hard like do a website and a like a video like series um, and writing a book and writing a book and traveling and handling a dog and figuring out finances all of this like on a like a pretty like yeah constantly small budget. needing to book yeah like <laughs> we we booked out the whole of california so that we could get used to it that worked perfectly and then we've kind of been doing it like week by week which gets a little stressful it does get a little stressful but it's working out pretty well i think yeah but um yeah advice is don't lose your charger. Absolutely do not do that. Um, or at make, least make sure you have a universal charger yeah, before you go. So or have, you a, can... have a backup. Have a backup of everything you ever need. Um, don't... Oh, try not to let it hurt your experiences. Because a lot of the time I think we... I, mean, I think we've learned from it now. And I think we're still kind of learning to still enjoy the things we're doing and still think about the fact that we're looking at these places in real life and having our experiences and not just making videos, not just doing blog posts, you know, that you're actually like traveling and having your experiences. Experience, yeah. That uh, has at some points become easy to forget the fact that we're like in a beautiful place because mm-hmm. we've been so caught up with how much work we have to do and how much planning we have to do and how much money we have. Everything and, we yeah. have to think about constantly. So... I think if I had, if I knew what I knew now when I started the trip, I would have set up the Facebook page, the YouTube channel, and had like an outline of what my first videos would be and when I was going to edit them. Because it took a week before we got started. I even got started because I still had to buy a laptop here because I'd only just sold my computer and. New Zealand. It was a very close call, so I had to buy a laptop here. And yeah, it got became very stressful having to get all of these videos out while traveling, while being in a completely different country for the like pretty much for the first time. Um you know, like everything everything new that was happening and it was all new and it was all go, you know, it was California, it's super busy. Yeah. I haven't experienced being around that volume <laughs> of people before ever in my life, so it's pretty like intense to walk around, you know, Anaheim or wherever we were, where there was like hundreds and thousands of people on the roads and walking around at all hours of the day and night. Like it's just not something I was used to, so it was a very big thing to have to get used to. So maybe even I would say plan out the videos for the first month, I guess, because currently I'm about a month and a bit behind on the videos. Yeah, but, but that it works out though because now that we've like shortened our 
travel time towards Massachusetts and yeah. because I don't really want to release too much content without it being good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still want to make these videos nice. Um, we just have to be aware that we're very busy. Exactly. You've got I think to... that that's advice for everyone. Like, yeah. be aware that it's gonna, if you it's do gonna choose be... to work while mm-hmm. you travel like this, like... Yeah. Like, kind of like what you said, sometimes it's easy to forget what you're actually doing Absolutely. because it becomes business. Yeah. It, it doesn't was like, become It was kind pleasure. of like when we were in McCall. Um, McCall was bad for me. I think that was when I had, like, a major meltdown absolute about freaked the out. money. Yeah. And then that's another thing because there's only two of us. If one of us is freaking out, then the other person, obviously, is going to get some of that yeah. energy. And so that's not a great mix. That's another thing if you're traveling with just two people. You're going to fight. You're going to fight a lot. Mm-hmm. Me and Andrew already knew that we fought a lot, but we knew that, you know, we can get through our stupid little tiny, absolutely stupid fights. So we're used to it, but we get over it easy and just know, like, to, don't let the little fights go get, any further yeah, because they if to. they do, you're ruining be, your yeah. whole experience. Mm-hmm. Get but, over it quick. Yeah. I, think it's, us, I, think it's, I think it's great to stay positive and like bad things happen and you can have your little moment you know but keep getting back to the stages where like you're fine you're still taking in your surroundings enjoying yourself traveling actually being present like that's important and for us i think it helps with piper as well because as soon as we get tense she's like right in the middle (laughs) like if we're in a hotel room she comes between us and kind of looks at us like Mm -hmm. children like she's like the mother figure almost. And I, but I figured it out. Though. I figured it out what it is. She wants to protect you because she's worried that I'm hurting you. Yeah. So because she... she's still like it's been a month and a half and she still hasn't really fully trusted me. So like we're very close though. But she definitely I think yeah, she always can. thinks that I'm like gonna try and do something and she's gonna yeah, come can. in and get me off. Even though I'm usually the one that's angry. Exactly. But she thinks she thinks that you've made me mad. So yeah. she's like, what What are you doing? Why are you pissing him off? Yeah. Like, can you chill out over there, please? Because I don't want to have to bite you, but I'll bite you if you don't cut it out. <laughs> she loves me most of the time, though, so She that's does okay. love me most of the time, but mm. you're so obsessed with her. Oh, my God. Okay, this is... Uh, I, I said that Taco Bell was going to be the, the downfall of this whole it's trip. It's going to be Piper. I have it's to put him Piper. on timeouts from Piper. I have to be like, you need to leave her alone and give her her space for a little bit, Josh. And see, this is the thing. I... I spend a lot of time with Piper. I do. I love her. I love patting her. I love walking her. I love looking at her. I love everything about her. I'm obsessed. It has literally taken over my life, and I'm not okay with it, but it's happening. How are you not okay with it? Because, She's like, I can't get too attached because I leave this place eventually and I have to leave her here. I know. <laughs> and she's mine. Exactly, she's yours. And here's the thing. Andrew says all like, oh, Josh needs time out from Piper because he, Piper's all over him now. It's not true. It's not true at all. Not once has she ever been so excited that I've entered the room that she's run over to me and jumped on me. Not once. She's always looking at him. If I'm walking her and Andrew's next to me and I say, sit down, she goes over to Andrew, looks him in the eyes and sits down. She loves him. She does. She tolerates me and sometimes enjoys me. So for example, another example tonight, I, we went, sometimes we walked to, if we're close to like, a fast food joint or wherever we're going to eat for the night. Sometimes we just walk all three of us together and Josh will wait outside with Piper while I go in and get all the food. And today I went in and I got it 
And I came out, and Josh and Piper were across the street, and I was calling for Josh, and he didn't hear me because there was traffic and all that. But Piper heard me, and she turned, and she started, like, running toward me, and Josh, like, it kind of cut him off for a second, and then he said, it's like, oh, okay, and then he has to, like, run after Piper as she's, like, running toward me. And then me. she just literally pulls me. Yeah, because she's just like, excuse me, I need to, I need to get to my father. <laughs> she loves me, and I love her. And I don't know why you are so, like... I think she hates me. Yeah, he always thinks, like, I'm taking over, like, just because I feed her, <laughs> like, I feed her more than you, I guess. Yes, and that's what and it I, is. I don't really walk her more than you or anything like that, but I give it. I think I give her more attention, but that's because she's still new to me, you know? Mm-hmm. You've had her for nine months, I've been around her for a month and a half, so. Yeah. That but, makes sense. And she is so cute. She is. All the she's ridiculously cute. Yeah. I actually hate that she's so cute, because it is so hard to be angry at her. And she oh, is such a bitch sometimes. I know. When she gets into the trash, and she does all... And when she barks oh. all night. Hey, last night she was good. Oh my god, she didn't bark once. One time. I know. It's like, it's... We we count it as such, like, an exciting... <laughs> That's the first time it's ever <laughs> happened. Just Not the first first She's but it's very right. rare that she makes it through the whole night without at least a growl that's true i had to hit her with a pillow the other day <laughs> I just... we, we decided that that's gonna be the thing we i just had a that. i was just like hugging a pillow you know like i had i was sleeping on one and i was just hugging another one she barked i just turned over and just whacked her with it i was like shut up <laughs> she was quiet is, she, for the rest of the night and we, we found out this is a great technique because one a pillow won't hurt her no matter how hard you throw it. I'm not well, going to beat, I mean, yeah, gonna beat not her. Like it's just like a little spank with a pillow. Exactly. Like, if you throw a pillow at her, it's going to hit her. She's going to get a shock. She's going to shut up. She's going to look you right in the eyes and not talk. So, so offended That's going to be our technique. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Josh, is there any other advice that you'd like to share with our listeners um, before we... Because we've been going for almost an hour now, rambling. Jeez. Main tips, I guess. Just try your best to stay positive. Um, accept the bad things as fast as you can so you can move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, be present. Don't let your responsibilities overtake your experiences. Um, and if you're bringing a dog, just be prepared to search almost every single night for dog accommodation and extra costs. And rules and places you can't take them. Yes. But at the same time, it's There's plenty of places. There are you can so many go. places. Yes. So so many places that you can go. It just might not be exactly what you want. Yes. They're not the super big touristy places a lot of the time, but that's good. It's every single better. every single walk that we've been on has been great. So great. Um, I would just say Josh kind of said, just be prepared. Like just in general, I'm a Boy Scout, so that is our motto too. And I guess this has been part of my life. <laughs> But, like, be prepared for anything, um, good or bad, and on top of that, roll with the punches. And like I said earlier, this is also partially advice to myself because I get stressed out a lot. Because, I mean, I'm driving, you know, and I'm, I'm the voice in a lot of things a lot of times because I have the money over here. Um, I mean, we, we are splitting everything, but, like, I have the credit cards. I've got everything in my name. I'm the American, so I'm not the foreigner so i just feel like i get stressed out trying to make sure that josh is having a good time that piper's okay that i'm okay and i just get overwhelmed with it and it's sometimes not fun so try your best to roll with the punches everybody because it's not worth getting stressed out over because all the things that we've fought over have been pretty petty but we're i mean stuck in the car 
<laughs> with each other all the time and it's just the two of us and we socialize when we can but we've got to deal with Piper and we've got to deal with all of this other stuff so be prepared roll with the punches and just have a really great time hooray cool well thank you all for listening so much um, it's been a pleasure. We're having fun. I mean, we are having fun doing all of this. And I'm loving it. Even if no one's listening to this, I don't care. Like, it's still fun recording them and sharing it with the world for whoever is listening. And this could... You could be listening to this in 2027, for all I know. And it's been 10 years. And we could have seen the entire world by now. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? And you could be listening to, like, the beginnings of something we that... Turn- Wait, what if we were on TV? What if we had a TV show? Oh, my gosh. Well, now we're getting ahead of ourselves. I don't think I could do it because I would have to direct. And I can't be in it if direct. What if you don't have to direct? No, but I would want to. I would need to. Well, we, we'll, we'll figure that out when we get TV show offers. In the meantime, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's focus on Netflix what we've got. <laughs> let's not get too crazy over here. And... Um, yeah, so we will see you next time. We'll be discussing Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. Hopefully, I'll find somebody else to interview, <laughs> but it's kind of hard because I don't know, but we'll figure it out at some point. And in the meantime, thank you so much. And be sure to subscribe on the blog, lifeinanotherworld.com, and on the YouTube channel, Two Men and a Dog. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye.